Okay, guys, uh, thanks for tuning in. This is the Xbox Two podcast on exclusively on Spotify, iTunes, and other other podcasting services. And this is a new show that we're playing around with because uh, Rand recently I discovered that Anchor.fm, which is where we host the podcast, has a voice messaging feature, but it's not available in the UK. And I was only able to access the voice messages after using a VPN to the US. And mm. uh, yeah, so. <laughs> I uncovered some very old voice messages that were sent through to us through Anchor.fm uh, on uh, on the the web browser. So I I don't know if you can access it directly on Spotify, but if you go to x the Xbox Two.com, just all one word the Xbox Two dot com, and that's Xbox Two spelled out T W O instead of the number. Um, there is there should be a way. For you to send a voice message in so if you want to ask us a question or you know send in any comments or that kind of thing go right ahead and then we'll answer them in these quick little short podcasts that we're going to be putting exclusively on podcasting services so rand um i'm gonna get right into these questions here there's only two all right uh, there's only two so far well hopefully hopefully people send us more because we are recording this right after the podcast we just recorded yes, we uh, 40 minutes ago which will be going up later so yeah, I do recommend if you if you want to get a more personalized question uh, out there that we that we can answer, make sure you make sure you uh, do the Spotify question thing that Jez just mentioned, and we will answer it. And it's all a little special thing after the podcast we just record and then put it up. Yep, indeed you do. So the first question comes from Wacko six thirty, and I'm just going to play it right here. Hey guys, this is Jesse, aka Wacko six thirty. Just wanted to let you guys know that you know I support you guys' channel. You guys are awesome. Um, question that you guys were talking about: mech games. The one mech game that I would like Xbox to bring back is Armored Core series. That game was so much fun. I dumped so many hours into that. But what are some of the uh, other future titles that you guys are looking forward to that you know that they're going to be putting out on the Xbox? You guys take care. Keep up the good work. See ya. So thanks a ton, Wacko630, for that question. He's a fan of Armored Core, which is a From Software game, I believe. Isn't it, Rand? Uh, pretty classic. Yeah, I believe it's... I actually think... Isn't there a new one coming eventually? I, I could have sworn I thought there is oh, another man. Armored Core coming. But I'm not 100% sure about that. If that's uh, true, that's awesome. But I, I hadn't heard that myself. But if that's true, that's really cool to hear. But Because um, I, am, I am a mech game guy. But I don't know. I'll look into that. But anyway, he um he asked, and I think he asked this all the way back in March. So chances are he's probably not going to hear this. But anyways, just on the off chance that he does, uh, this this is for you, uh, Mister Wacko. Uh, what future titles are you most looking forward to, Rand? Well, you Next see, this is this this question could be asked at any point in time, and we do get this question a lot, like almost every week on on the podcast. Is what are your most anticipated games? Now I'm assuming uh, this is related to just xbox right yeah those xbox. um so we'll keep it xbox related because if if you said to me what was my most anticipated game next year my number one game is god of war ragnarok right nice um but if we're looking at like what xbox game studios and bethesda is doing for the future um my number one and considering i've already played halo infinite so i can't really use halo infinite anymore as an anticipated title because i've played it uh my number one most anticipated from Xbox Game Studios is Hellblade 2. Oh, really? Out I'm of surprised. all of like all of them, like, all the ones that are currently announced, 
that we know. Um, Hellblade two for sure. Uh, I loved Hellblade one a lot. I think I I played I bought it on the PlayStation four when it first came out in 2017. Uh, I think it was like my top five, in my top five for game of the year that year, and then I immediately bought it again when it launched on Xbox One. Uh, we had like Xbox One X enhancements the the following year. I bought it. I played it again. I love Hellblade One. So when it was revealed at the Game Awards in 2019 with that trailer that got everybody p- hyped, even though maybe you could make the argument that it doesn't need a sequel. I'm excited to see what Ninja Theory does under Microsoft because this is going to be really their first foray. You know, people can point to Bleeding Edge, but that game was also under already being made, uh, and it's not really like what I would want from Ninja Theory. So this game is something that uh, I'm really looking forward to because I want to see how they improve upon the sequel. Like I don't think it can be exactly the same. And I want to see what being on Microsoft means to Ninja Theory. I want to mm-hmm. see like the improvements they make as a studio, and uh, so that's why for me it's my number one. Like I am dying to play that game, and I know you weren't the biggest fan of Hellblade One because you felt it was too walking simish with yeah. combat interspersed there, and I agree with you that maybe is one of its flaws even though it's like an indie game built on a $10 million budget. <laughs> I want to know like what, you know, no longer indie. This is the big time. This triple a game. This is Microsoft. I want to see how they flesh it out more. So it's not just, Oh, it's another walking sim. Even though I'm a fan of walking sims, I want more from them and I want to see them take the next step. And if I had to pick a second game, it's Starfield from Bethesda. Now, I've mentioned before, I'm not the biggest fan of Fallout, but I do enjoy Elder Scrolls. I am a huge fan of sci-fi. And this is a sci-fi game through and through. So, from the concept art we've seen in the first trailer, I am excited to take that journey uh, to explore what's out there. So, this whole sci-fi setting is what is what is what is grabbing me for Starfield. Those would be the two games I'm anticipating the most from from Xbox and Bethesda in the near future. That's awesome. Like, like I, I never really considered that that aspect of the Hellblade Two discussion. Like to see see them grow as a studio. I did like Hellblade One. It just I just wished it was more fleshed out. I wish like the, those combat segments were really cool, and it was just kind of like, oh man, I, I feel like I'm just getting a taste here. Like they're teasing me. I want more combat. I want more of that gameplay, and it just didn't uh, didn't materialize. But I still think Hellblade One was a terrific experience, especially if you play it with headphones. Like the audio in that game yes. is on another level. But um, as for my most anticipated game, quite easily is Starfield for next year, I think. Um, I'm a huge fan of Fallout. I'm a huge fan of The Elder Scrolls. And just that general creation engine gameplay archetype where you can interact with everything. And there was an article the other week that someone put out saying, like, yes, you can pick up all the objects. You can, you can like, throw the coffee cups around. So it's, it's going to be very much like a creation engine RPG I also want to see how creation engines evolved because Fallout 4 it got criticised quite a lot. 
you know, people were like, oh, you barely touched the engine from the Skyrim days. It still looks... It doesn't look super, super great. Like, it, it was already showing its age with Fallout 4, you know. What have they done to improve the creation engine and evolve it and what new systems and features are in there to sort of make Starfield feel truly next-gen and not just, like, another creation engine sort of game? Um, even though I personally would be fine with another creation engine game because I just, I just love all of the Fallout games and all the Elder Scrolls games. Um... But I do want to see how they're, they're going to evolve that as well. Um, but I think that's it for me off the top of my head. Um, I mean, there's... I'm also just, I'm intrigued by Dying Light 2 as well. No, nah, okay. like, there's just off the top of my head. Like, it's getting late here. It's midnight. So. Mm, yeah, it is, <laughs> I, it is getting late. Yeah. I probably should have prepared, prepared a bit more for this. Maybe next time we'll, we'll, I'll actually prepare for it. But anyway, um, yeah, like Dying Light 2, I'm also intrigued about. And, you know... Because that game is, seems to have had a troubled development cycle. They lost their, their well, they they fired their lead writer Chris Avalon, and they they ripped all of his contributions out of the game apparently um, over some allegations. So it's going to be interesting to see how the story works with with that sort of weird development cycle going on. But I don't know. I'll have to wait and see. Um, and also, Rand, uh, another one for me is God of War, not Ragnarok, the first one. Because God of War, mm. the first one is, uh, well, the the rebooted God of War, is dropping in on PC, which means I can finally actually give it a proper play. Because I haven't had a PlayStation for, uh, access to a PlayStation for quite a while now. So, um, well, I'd be yeah. interested in seeing your, your thoughts on that game. I think that's one of the best games from uh, the last generation. Even though I do think Resident, or Resident, I do think uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 was the best game of 2018. God of War is right there with it. Um, I think those are two of the, the two of the best games from last gen. So yeah, I, yeah. I I would love to hear. Uh, but you're too busy playing Dark Souls. So <laughs> yeah, I'm all over Dark Souls at the minute. Um, I just I was just been rocking around in Blight Town actually uh, through the podcast, and uh, I'm I'm ready for bed now. Blight Town is is something else. But um, anyway, Ryan, I'm going to jump over into question number two. This question comes from Hustle. And uh, yeah, I'm just going to play that right now. Hey, y'all, what's happening? This is Hustle. If you don't recognize the sound of my voice, I have a question. If, what game would you recommend to someone who has never played a game on Xbox before? Sorry for the noise, but I'm at work. All right, great show, y'all. Y'all keep up the great work. And I'll catch y'all next time. I'm gone. Okay, so Hustle wants to know what game would you recommend to someone who's never played a game on Xbox before? Um, this is interesting because it could be it could go one or two ways. It's like, are you talking about a youngster, like a younger gamer or something like that? Or maybe like someone who just wants to know what the Xbox brand is all about. Maybe they're coming in from another platform. Uh, do you have any thoughts on that, Rand, off the top of your head? Well, yeah, I mean, so you mentioned it right there. What type of gamer is it? Is it a young kid? Is it someone middle-aged? Is it someone older? Are we talking third party? Like, is it someone who's never played a video game before and they're picking it up Xbox? And they they don't know what's, what's what or what's hot. Like, am I recommending Fortnite to somebody? Am I recommending <laughs> Call of Duty? Or are we talking like, we want to know what Xbox is all about. So are we talking like first party? Are we talking like, if you had to kind of get like the history of Xbox and someone who's never been on there, like what 
Xbox exclusives would you recommend? So there's multifaceted uh, question. So I'm just going to go with like Xbox exclusives because it's, it'd be too long to dig in like third party games. Wouldn't you agree? agree. Like just so many of them. So it's like, I'll just take it to Xbox exclusives and I'm just going to give a general, like, because you know, you could say someone to a a 20 year old, which would be different than someone who's 40 year old. Right. So it's like, what would I recommend? Well, I would say the core of Xbox has always been Halo. So I, one of my recommendations would be Halo Master Chief Collection because you can essentially experience the entirety of Master Chief's journey and it's, it's very cheap if you want to purchase it. It's also in Game Pass. You can play the first game and if you jive with it, then you know you still have the second, the third, the fourth, an ODST to look forward to, right? So you could start at that journey. Um, personally, I think the best game of last generation was Ori and the, and the Blind Forest as well as Ori and the Will of the Wisps. So like, I have to recommend that as a game that people try out because I don't think it ever reached the audience I thought it should have for how amazing yeah. it is. So uh, I definitely would recommend that game to anybody. Um, and honestly, I'll keep it short and simple. It would be Halo... And maybe Jazz would have, maybe Jazz could be like, well, no gears. And someone <laughs> might be like, well, what about racing games in Forza? So I'm going to keep it the two. I'm going to say Halo Master Chief Collection because Halo is Xbox and Xbox is Halo, especially if you've never played a game before on Xbox. And I'm going to say the best game of, of last gen for Xbox, which was Ori, and keep it at those two. Well, for me, I would not pick Halo. Because I knew you weren't going to pick Halo because you don't like Halo. Well, dude, if someone if someone's you know if someone's unfamiliar with Xbox and you you come in and you send them to play a twenty year old game, how do you think they're going to feel? Sure, I get that, I get that, but <laughs> you know, I don't. I think about the legacy of Halo, you know, and, and the fact legacy. that that Master Chief Collection is there <laughs> and that you can play it, you know, and I don't know, like that's what I. What, what would you recommend instead of instead of tearing apart my pick? I would recommend Gears of War. I knew you'd say Gears of War. Right? Because Gears of War 1 has actually been thoroughly remastered. Right? First and so of all. has Halo Anniversary, sir. Yeah, but it was remastered last gen, so it still feels old, man. And not only that, you get, like, FPS boost and, like, all the resolution touch-ups that have come to Gears 1, 2, and 3. And then, like, but... Also, you could just skip straight to Gears 4. Because Gears 4 was something of a soft reboot, almost... Like, it does come back to the original trilogy, but if you play Gears 4 and you play Gears 5, then you do get a true sort of up-to-date experience because those games still look gorgeous and stunning. And, you know, if you are recommending a friend you know in real life, you can jump in with them and play it with them in co-op. I know you can do that in Halo 2, but nobody nobody wants to do that. It's a 20-year-old game. Nobody cares about Halo. What are you talking about? So that would be my recommendation for an older gamer, because obviously it's a very violent game, probably not appropriate for a younger audience. But if you're like, if you're talking about a younger relative or something, I think like Grounded is potentially a a good option to play with a younger gamer together. I've seen people play Sea of Thieves together with their with their younger relatives as well. Um, But yeah, I think uh, I think those would be probably be my picks. Uh, Gears of War would be my top pick to know what xbox is all about but 
yeah, I think that's it, Rand. I think that's all the the questions we had, and that's like that's like six months of questions going back. So, um, shout out to those Only people. Only two, huh? Yeah. Only two questions going back six months? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I didn't really even know this feature existed until I used the VPN. Mm. So I wanted to answer those questions for the people that asked them. And if, uh, you know, we mentioned on the Xbox Two podcast this week that uh, we were going to look at considering doing this more often, if questions do come in, we'll probably, like, save them up and maybe do, like, maybe get a half an hour podcast out of it, like, just to randomly in your Spotify feed every now and then. Um uh yeah so this won't go up anywhere this is going to go up on spotify itunes whatever if you are interested in sending us a question uh, via voice message you can go to anchor.fm forward slash the xbox 2 or just go to the xbox2.com and um that'll redirect you to the anchor page and then from there you can also um click send a voice message i'll also include the link to send a voice message in the description on this episode um i actually i think that that comes up automatically on spotify but i'm not sure if it comes up on itunes and stuff like that it's a bit weird with all these different platforms around i have to say but anyway i'm exhausted so i'm going to drop off now thanks to everyone for listening to this experimental xbox 2 <laughs> q a episode and uh yeah who knows where we'll take it thanks for joining yeah. me around you got anything left else to say um yeah i like the idea of this so hopefully more people drop some uh some questions that we can answer or maybe you know me and you have talked about maybe doing like a patreon in the future maybe we could have like a tier of like people who can send in questions in patreon and we could do an exclusive like question and answer thing every month or something you know there, who knows yeah, where okay. this would lead to yeah it's interesting but um thanks for joining us everyone and uh maybe we'll see you in the next one <laughs>